G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good morning. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on this Friday, the 19th of August, 2022. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland on what is a beautiful day in Brisbane town, Sammy. 26 degrees outside. How good is that? It always is, isn't it? It's always good when you wake up and you've got blue sky, the sun is out, and uh, yeah, you're just putting a T-shirt on. It's a good move, Chris. And I did notice this morning when I left home at about uh, 5.30, it was a little bit lighter than it's been uh, in the last few weeks. Oh. So we're getting to that stage. I think it's about, uh, what, 4.45 was the earliest sunset I saw over the summer. So we're heading that direction. Uh, the mornings will be nice and light very soon, Sammy. So a good time of year coming up. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, any highlights? I know you went to the Echo last Saturday. We were uh, looking forward to that. I said you'd have to take out a, uh, a bank loan. Yeah. Well, I didn't I actually didn't even uh, – I didn't look to – to see what this thing was at the end because uh, you only just get disappointed, you know. So it's uh, the important thing is the kids had a ball, Chris. And yeah. uh, they what absolute, about dad? Absolutely. Or mum and dad. It, it was, uh, I tell you what, though, uh, we got there at one o'clock and uh, I'm going to say it was, uh, I'm going to say it was probably quarter past eight and uh, we were making our way to the gate out and then. They wanted to go on the Ferris wheel. And I was like, really? Is it really? And and then, but then you check yourself and you just go, righto, righto. So I stood with the prams and uh, Ben and Karen and Nicole, they loaded the kids up and they did the Ferris wheel just to get one last throw at the stumps. And, uh, but anyway, it was a good one. We've had uh, uh, the toys all over the house this week, so it's been... How many showbags? Complete madness. Uh, Nicole did the showbag run, and uh, that was also one of those things that I just saw lots of bags in a big bag, and uh, uh, I, I didn't even ask what this thing was because I was <laughs> like, you know, you know it's going to be solid. And so so you just you just think, well, just move on. And I got in the... Got in the so we got an Uber. We only live up the road, so... Uh, we got an Uber to go three k's up the road because uh, I didn't take a jacket, which I was a bit cold <laughs> at that time of the night, and uh, and every, and we're not going to walk the kids three k's, are we? So uh, we got an Uber, and then he's like, "You're just going there," and I said, "Yeah, mate, I'll give you a sling, just as just yeah. as like." And he picked us up just outside the hospital, which uh, was a good move. And when we got in the car, everyone buckled up, whatever. And then I said to Nicole, I'll be happy if I don't do that for another five years. <laughs> and Nicole said, that's okay. You'll be doing it again next year. So. <laughs> Did she say without me at the end of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd be tough. Doing it on your own so would be tough. All righty. On today's show, we will be speaking uh, very shortly to, uh, to Jimmy Orman, of course, Queensland's leading jockey as of the Premiership winner last season. And we'll also be speaking after 9 o'clock, just after 9 o'clock, to Larry Cassidy, who, of course, has the important job of piloting Gowanji around Doombin tomorrow at his first attempt at an open company race. So we'll catch up with Larry, who's been uh, on a bit of a diet to make sure he can ride Gowanji at around the 54. So 
We will catch up with Larry and find out how that's all going. Remember, Sammy, Queensland is your place to race this year. Now, highlights from the week. My top three. Well, it has to be number one, Uncommon James, winning at Caulfield last Saturday. How impressive was he? Yeah, he was uh, He was super, wasn't he? So, uh, yeah, it's been a good move, hasn't it, uh, to take a team of horses down there for the Odai Hoistad camp. And, uh, they've, you know, they've really got some, some nice horses in their stable. So they're, they're, uh, they're going to be in for a good spring and uh, then on to the summer carnival, I yeah. would have thought. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Byrne riding a treble last Saturday at Eagle Farm, the first three winners. Uh, he's really uh, come out of the barriers flying this uh, this premiership season. Uh, he obviously wants to get a bit of a lead up on Jimmy Orman and then try and <laughs> hold him on. So uh, good for Jimmy. We'll catch up with him, no doubt, in the next few weeks or so. And number three, we spoke to Jack Bruce last week, Sam, if you might remember, up-and-coming trainer who's only just started out at Deegan in the last couple of months, was formerly foreman for Ma and Eustace in Sydney. Parade won again for Jack uh, last Saturday at uh, at Eagle Farm. A really nice guy. I think he'll do really well. Yeah, so that- uh, uh, I tell you what, I uh, I've got a good friend Laurie Lama who's uh, in the ownership of uh, Parade, and uh, I rang uh, Laurie last Saturday after the horse won because uh, uh, I was actually uh, I was keen on well the week that run before I was keen on Top Order, and I think you were keen yeah. on Top Order in that race and. Uh, I had something on top order, and then, uh, yeah, sure enough, in the straight, I was like, here comes Laurie's horse, and uh, away it went, parade. Uh, yeah, and Jack Bruce told us he was he was very confident with this horse uh, going into this race, wasn't he? And, and uh, gee, it was, it was a good win. Good that both of us took the tip. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, some news. Obviously, the jump outs at Doombin on Tuesday were very important from a, a go-forward perspective. Some of these are bigger stables, obviously, Tony Gollan and Rob Heathcote had their stable stars going around, and I can report, and you would have seen quite a few of these on social media, these jump outs, which is great. Zoo Style, Isotope, uh, Natuno, all from the uh, Gollan stable, ran very, very well, and they will start to head south now. Oh, Zoo Style, yes, Zoo Style's heading south as well. Uh, Rothfire and Prince of Boom from the Rob Heathcote stable, they both perform very well also. Uh, Rothfire ran second to Zoo Style. Uh, Natuno ran, I think, third in that trial. So really good results for those horses who will uh, link up with the O'Day Hoisted uh, runners down south. Uh, some will go to Melbourne. Some will go to Sydney. I know Natuno's going to Sydney for the San Domenico. A couple of highlights this weekend before we go for a break. Cairns Newmarket Day tomorrow, Sammy. I'm surprised you're not up there for that. That'll be <laughs> a real party. And the Cup is the following week. So we'll see Dr. Zeus and... Uh, Ren's Day go head-to-head again. They, of course, fought out the uh, Cleveland Bay a couple of weeks ago. And the Harness Racing fans, for the Harness Racing fans, it's the Triad Finals at uh, Albion Park tomorrow night. Four Group 1s on the card at Albion Park. So if you're in the area and you like your harness racing, get on out to Albion Park. You won't be disappointed with uh, four Group 1s on the card. All righty, we'll go for a break, Sammy. We'll come back from the break and we'll have a chat with leading jockey Jimmy Orman. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Welcome back to The Punter's Mate on this Friday morning. You are with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. As promised before the break, we're catching up with our premiership winning jockey from last season in Jimmy Orman. Jimmy, good morning to you. Hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. That's a pleasure. How, how does it feel now when you walk into the jockey's room 
now as compared to maybe this time last year? Do you walk in with a bit of a swagger now? Oh, not really. <laughs> or have you um, always done that? <laughs> no, not, never really. I just sort of same old, same old. But uh, no, it's good to it's good to have won that. And um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, hopefully we can just keep improving and getting better. Now, I know that um, a couple of interviews I've seen and a couple of articles that I've seen written, you've, you've obviously ticked that uh, premiership winning box now, and the one you really want to tick is, is the Group 1 box. Uh, what are the chances? I know you're riding a bit for, for Chris Waller now, but it, it must be difficult because we only have a certain amount of Group 1s here in Queensland, and there's probably not a lot of opportunity to, to land a Group 1 in Sydney and Melbourne with the, with the riders down there. So it's one of those things you've just got to hope that you, you get the right horse up here in a race or maybe you get lucky and get one interstate. Yeah, that's exactly right. It is harder here in Queensland. Um, I think it's harder. It's hard anywhere yeah. for us to win one, but... It, it seems to be in Queensland you're stuck in a bit of a rut, but that's all right. We'll um, could be worse. I'll work. To, could be worse. That's <laughs> it. I've been giving rides in them, and um, I just need to get that next sort of that next step up of quality uh, wise rides when when the carnival comes around again, or even I'll jump at my opportunity to go south and, and ride from the um, carnival fair. Jimmy, how did you celebrate winning uh, winning the premiership? Was there a celebration? I uh, didn't do too much, Sammy. It was pretty. We went out for dinner, had a few drinks on a, on the Sunday night, and uh, that's about it, really. I should have probably. I don't know. It's a maybe. Um, I'll save the celebrations for when it's a big one, a real big one. <laughs> and it's. I guess it's. Um... You know, it, it, you know, it's a feather in your cap, obviously, and and it's a lot of hard work and that goes into it all. But I tell you what, once you kick over into the new season, it's it's straight back into the grind, isn't it? Really, it's um, you know, it's uh, well, that's you, it. you, 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 you sort of like uh, let, now let's get on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We all we all go back to zero in the new season, and um, <laughs> we all start again. So yeah, and it's a, they're long seasons, you know they. I make a point just not to not to look at the premiership anymore until I to be honest, I never wanted to look at one again once I lost that one when I was an apprentice and um <laughs> but um now I just sort of don't worry about it. If you're riding winners, you're gonna be up there at the end of the season and um that's what's gonna matter. So there's no point in looking at it week in, week out. I, I reckon a lot of people do and that's probably what does their heads in. So I just try and ride winners, that's it. Jimmy, uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, well, or last week and, and this week, uh, we started the show with talk of the Ecker. Did you do the Ecker with the kids? Yes, we did. Had a hot diggity dog. <laughs> felt sick. <laughs> did you have one? What, what about what about him? Like, you, 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 I've never had one before. And I put you it in my mouth. Ma- I have <laughs> never had one. And, and I, I took a bite out of it. And then Nicole goes, What's it like? And I said, it tastes like a thousand calories. It tastes like a thousand calories. <laughs> That's it. They're, they're um, not that great. And then you got those big twirly whirlies. Oh. They make you feel sick too. But, Are they the um, potato things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. potato twirly. Thing. I don't even know if they're called twirly whirlies, but that's what they look like to me. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, they oh, that's exactly right. They taste like a thousand calories and you feel sick after, but the echo was good. Now, was it, right. Put my Mexican hat on. Is it is a hot diggity dog just a Dagwood dog? Yeah. Just yeah. A, that's the Queensland. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, they're pretty I don't average. know why I called it that. No. It's just uh <laughs> it's uh You can call it whatever you like. 
And Ben, I yeah. went I went with Ben, uh, Nathan Day's brother, and he goes, oh, mate, you've got to have one of these Dagwood dogs. And, oh. and then it, but then he said further to that, he goes, you have to you have to get it from the right stall. I'm going what? And he goes, well, there's the there's the bad ones, but then the, I'll take you where you get the good ones. Oh, well, at least he knew. I was like, well, <laughs> I, I don't know what a bad one it tastes like, but they must be rough. <laughs> now, Jimmy, before we <laughs> chat to you about your rides at uh, Doombin tomorrow, you're, you're heading down to uh, Mwilumbar today for the Mwilumbar Cup. Yeah, I uh, got three there today, so that'll be good. Yeah. Now, so, uh, heading there for the um, the cup to. Uh, qualify for the big dance. Of course. And that's why... Now, do we call this horse Giannis or Giannis? Oh, I really don't know. Do you have any idea of what the I'm correct pronunciation sure. is? Uh, I'm not too sure either. I don't, I don't care what I you call it. As long as it wins, that'll do. 63 kilos. A good run first up, though. You give it a good chance. I think it's over the odds. I think it is, too. Um, it's uh, drawn good. Uh, it's got to get away clean and Take up a speed, uh, spot probably just off the speed somewhere. Um, I think it's the main thing is just to keep it um, moving through its gears with the big weight and hopefully class prevails. One one race, and that was a listed race, the Dulcify Quality. And going through Giannis's form, uh, definitely needs a dry track, and it's going to get that at Mwilumbar. So that's a big tick, I think, for this horse. Yeah, um, that's it. Um, and I think, you know, Group 1 place, Yep. Big, yep. Uh, big tick. Uh, the distance is tick. Um, it's a matter of getting back in the winner's stall. Well, I think you're the man to do it. Now, Doombin, tomorrow you've got a good book of rides as usual. Uh, first race, you're riding number one, Caribbean King for Stuart Kendrick. Been in good form on the Sunshine Coast, both trainer and horse. Yeah, um, should have won its last two. It was mm. good to get a win in the last start. Um was terribly unlucky to start before, but um, yeah, it it looks a good ride. It's drawn sort of towards the outside a little bit, but um, it looks to be good speed. Probably be able to get a nice run in behind him somewhere, and hopefully we can be running over the top of him. Race number two, you're riding cool and ready for the Edmonds camp. Yep, um, looks to go well. Um, it's an on-speed sort of a horse, so. Yeah, it should make its own luck, and um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it can run well. Um, it's only a small field, so um, the thing of O'Day and Oysters, I thought was the one to beat. Been um, hang five, been going pretty well. Yeah, yep. Um, race behind Spirits Wise last start, who I I rate highly. So yeah, it's definitely the one to beat. Now, in race four, you're riding Zarsi Bass for Chris Waller. You rode this horse to victory last night. You had the run of the race tucked in behind the leader, got off its back, and, and I thought was nice and strong to the line at the end of 2,000 metres, which was a bit of a query some had over the horse. Now you go to 2,200 metres. You're going up in weight, and uh, you haven't got as good a gait. But, look, with a bit of luck on the map, you might be able to slide across, and I still think this horse is the one to beat. I think it'll run a strong 2,200. What were your impressions off that last start? Look strong to the line. Yeah, it was strong to the line. Um, I think the main thing with this horse is to get a nice run. Uh, it's to get cover, really. That's really the main thing. Uh, whether we can do that or not from that sort of a gate is the only question I have. But yeah, if I can get if I can slot away and get some cover, maybe one out, one back, or another pair back, one out. Um, 
that'll be uh, we we get our chance to win. Now, apologies, you didn't ride last start. It was Sammy Collett. You rode the uh, previous two starts. You couldn't ride at fifty three last start because you had too many hot diggity dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Darlene Bell in race five. Yeah, coming from um, Sydney. Um, yeah, usually when they come come from Sydney to Queensland, they're always hard to beat. Uh, we're drawn good. Not a big race. There's a lot of scratchings already. Um, have to be have to be very hard to beat. You would think. Yeah, and if you haven't had a look, have a look at that win at Caulfield two starts back. Uh, she came motoring down the outside and was very very good. Uh, yeah, inside gate. Yeah. Um, yeah, not the probably going to get back a little bit. Yeah. Lot, but, uh, yeah, I was going to say. Sorry. Yeah, that's the only sort of worry. It's probably going to get back a little bit, but hopefully, yeah, it's not a big field, so it shouldn't be too bad. Uh, race number seven. You're on number thirteen, Merry Me from a wide gate. Looks a two horse race between Merry Me and Knight Mariner. Twelve hundred to sixteen hundred meters, but I don't think that'll really worry her. Yeah, uh, the gate's no good, but no. Um, yeah. Who did you have? Who did you say uh, the, the other, other one? one you thought? Knight Mariner from Tony Golan Stable. Oh, okay, yeah. Look, I it's actually scratched, isn't it? Is it? Looks, uh, my, what I, from what I'm looking at. Beautiful. I wasn't scratched driving in this morning, so that's okay. No, I'll I'll check on I, that while I'm you're pretty, uh, talking. Yeah, just check on that. Uh, it definitely would have been the one to beat, though, because I give it a trial, and I thought it goes really good, um, and it ran good first up. But, yeah, look, Merrimead, the only worry is the outside gate. I'm not sure where. They're probably going to have to get back a bit, I suppose, from that sort of a gate. But um, yep. it's got a very good turn of foot and um, a very winnable race, that's sure. And you're right. Nightmarin is out. So you are now the uh, short-priced favourite. So good luck. I'm on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think that uh, – I suppose we just have to go back a little bit, I yeah. reckon, from the gate. I'd say that's what they'll say. And, um, yeah, hopefully class prevails. All right, Jimmy, we'll round it out there. Good luck tomorrow at Doombin. Best of luck today at uh, Mwillumbar, uh, riding Janus in the Mwillumbar Cup. Thanks for joining us. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Pleasure. Jimmy Orman joining us, uh, as he does quite often on the show. Sammy, we'll go for a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland on the Punters Mate on this Friday morning, the 19th of August. Now, just quickly, Sam, uh, I read a report during the week, Asian Racing Report, about the number of Group 1s in Australia. I think we have 74, 75, something like that. And we should be knocking it back to somewhere around 50. And they recommended a a bunch of races, obviously, that could be looked at being deleted. And the Everest was one they uh, they wanted to promote to a Group 1. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think I think there is too many Group Ones, and uh, I think it's you know the landscape's changed a lot, Chris. And I, I've uh, sort of always been on this train that it's you know because we have so much racing now, and we we just have, there's a lot of moderate horses, isn't there? You know, and so our sport has been diluted, and and especially now New South Wales and and Victoria going against each other, you know the. The sport is, we don't have the good horses around like we used to. So I don't think we can fill Group 1 fields myself. No, I'm inclined to agree. Now, that's a good good discussion point for us uh, in the next couple of weeks, and we might uh, have a further chat about that because there's a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of conjecture, a lot of discussion. I mean, a lot of people are pumping up the Everest, as we know, that should be a Group 1. 
as you say, it's only been around a short space of time. Uh, we'll remain to be seen what happens, but yeah, we'll talk about that. Don't forget, we have Doombin Racing tomorrow. We have Cairns, big day at Cairns tomorrow. It's the Cairns New Market, which will be followed up by the Cairns Cup, of course, next Saturday. We'll go for a break. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk to Larry Cassidy, who's got the job of steering Go Wanji around Doombin tomorrow afternoon. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Morning. Welcome to The Punters, Mate. Uh, Chris Nelson and Sam Hyland joining you on this Friday morning, the 19th of August, 2022. If you weren't with us for the first half hour, we had a chat to Queensland's leading jockey, Jimmy Orman, who's got a, uh, a good book of rides at Doombin tomorrow. And, of course, he's riding Giannis in the Mwilumbar Cup. 63 kilos today at uh, Mwilumbar, Sammy. Now, he won't have to uh, do any wasting. We know Jimmy's a tall a tall jockey, and he has a little bit of trouble with the weight, but he's doing a good job at the moment. But he won't have to waste a ride at 63. No, well, I see he's got a 58 ride there, so um, I'm sure he'll probably have to have a sweat or uh, watch. You know, I'm sure he's done something uh, prior to the races. Uh, he's a very he tall jockey. Those things that we spoke about to him at <laughs> Dagwood Dogs or Hot Diggity that, Dogs or whatever the hell they're called. That's right. <laughs> he uh, he will not be. That he ate at the uh, Ecker, as you did. You didn't really tell us what you thought of it. Uh, it was rough. Yeah. Did you I, eat the I whole thought, thing? No. Nah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was rough. I'm, I'm going to say it was rough. And uh, I'm not not a fan. Not a fan. Did you have one of the potato whirls? No, I didn't do that. But uh, uh, I've I've tried one of those at uh, Eat Street. And uh, the kids like to get on those. At you, each feel, you just feel they're, fat eating it. Yeah, you? that's it. They're just <laughs> dripping with oil, and uh, yeah, they're just just uh, all about calories, aren't they? Now, you one, just look at it, and it spells calories. It does, doesn't it? You know where it's going straight to your hips, or with us guys, straight to your stomach. Yeah, speak for myself. Uh, now, one man who would not have been eating Dagwood dogs at the Echo last week because he's monitoring his weight very closely is Larry Cassidy, who's got to ride. Uh, a lighter weight on Gowanji tomorrow afternoon at Doombin. Larry, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, but I do love a Dagwood dog. <laughs> They're all bagging them Who here. doesn't? <laughs> well, I don't know. Sammy, Sammy Highland uh, is sort of bagging it. Jimmy Orman earlier wasn't a big rap. I, I think you can just feel, especially if you're in, a, in a, uh, a job or a sport where you've got to watch your weight, you must just feel the, the kilos going on every bite. Yeah, you would, and you do, um, but... <laughs> Oh, they are nice, especially a lot of tomato sauce. Wow, yeah. Oh well, I'm guessing you didn't. Go I must to... say, it's been go... it's been way more than twelve months since uh, since I've had one of them. Oh well, you may be uh, maybe down the track. You can have one, uh, Larry, but not before tomorrow because you've got to ride Go Wanji at a uh, at a very light weight. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. He's he's got fifty four. I I. Ride 54 on a Saturday, find that difficult to do through the week. Um, and uh, the last the last month, I've been on a um, I've been on a on a pretty good diet, and I've been finding it a little bit easier um, to ride in 54 on a Saturday compared to um, you know a month or six eight weeks ago. Larry, tell us uh, about this horse, Go Wanji. What sort of a horse is he to ride? Um, he can obviously be a bit sticky at the gates and. Uh, but is he a good good ride through the run? Oh, he, he's a beautiful ride, and just um, 
like even Kandra in the gates, he's he's just like a big giant, a big giant rocking horse. He is. He's uh, he's just beautiful to ride. He's got a lovely temperament. Um, he just had a little thing about the gates, um, and you know that's that's all sorted now. So um, onward and upwards. Were you confident last start, Larry? I mean, I for one, I mean. I, as well as many others, have been a massive fan and we love watching Go Wanji, but we just thought last start with that seven kilos and the fact that uh, Delith was up the front and Go Wanji was going to be out the back that he might be in a bit of trouble, but he was never in any trouble. What was your thoughts? Were you confident the whole no. way? Yeah, yeah, I was. Well, well pre-race, yeah, like um, I, I looked at the paper the day before and um, sort of looked through the um, columnists, the, columns, uh, the tipsters and thought, Geez, no one's picked him to win. I yeah. sort of had to do a double take, and um, yeah, and then obviously I, you know, because of Delph had fifty ground, I thought that was the reason. But it, it, that didn't concern me at all. He, he, he's a big horse, and he and he carries weight very well, so that wasn't really a concern. I thought I could have given Delph fifteen kilos. I think you're right, and and looking back afterwards. Uh I mean, I went back and revised the race. Obviously, I was one of those idiot tipsters that went for Delith, and and I just thought, what trap we probably did fall into was that we were going from Doombin, where Delith had won, to Eagle Farm, and there's such a big difference from those two tracks, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and uh, like Go Wanji, like he he loves Eagle Farm. Um, you know, not saying he doesn't like Doombin, he's won at Doombin, um, but you know, Eagle Farm is just you know it's a big open track and. You know, it gives him his chance just to settle wherever he wants and, and just get him to stride and, and fly home. Now, you made an interesting statement uh, after the race, after he won last start. Uh, you're comparing him not as a horse, but just comparing acceleration to the likes of uh, Winks, who we know all about, and Unworldly, who uh, for memory was a was a mare, I think, that uh, had to be... Um, yes, yeah, yeah, Philly. Went a miss, unfortunately. Philly yeah. went, on, yeah. went a miss, unfortunately. Was uh, Gay Waterhouse trained, is that right? Uh, no, no, uh, Hawks? John Hawks. Hawks, that's right. Yeah. She was one of the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah I won. I won the uh, flight stakes on her. Um, yeah, she was. She was exceptional. Um, yeah, she was up there with one of the best horses I've ever ridden. And um, yeah, it was just a shame she um, she had a mishap before the. Yeah. She broke down before the uh, thousand guineas. So, how far do you think this yeah, horse can go? Well, obviously, um, you know, tomorrow's is probably well. You know, it's his toughest test. Um, everyone thought last start was his toughest test with the weight, but um, you know, obviously tomorrow he's, he steps to open grade, but he, he drops to 54 and he won't even know that I'm on his back. So, um, you know, but, but as for comparing comparing him to, you know, those other two top-line horses, well, you know, obviously I was only comparing the way he, he can accelerate. Yeah. Yeah. The, way, the way he accelerates, is, it's, it's quite phenomenal, really. Larry, in Larry, this in this race tomorrow, it doesn't look to be a huge amount of speed. Is that any concern for you? No, I don't think so because he he, um, he he's jumping better and he's he's better in the gates now. So um, you know, everyone's probably got me that I'm going to be back last or something like that. But I, I wouldn't think that would be the case. No, right, yeah. So yeah, because I thought it just. Looking at it, that they'll probably go just moderate for that first half, and if he could jump and put himself uh, sort of one out, one back, that would be ideal. Yeah, it would. Um, you know, but if um, you know, obviously, you know, if if they race, if they're going slow and they race compact, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to come back to be on the track and then give him his chance to wind up because I know that he his sectionals are going to be very very quick, especially with a lightweight. 
Now, we know Tom's been very, very patient with the horse. Um, we know he had those barrier issues you mentioned earlier uh, leading into this year's Winter Carnival. Uh, he was scratched at the gates, and we had Tom on the show uh, a week or so later, and he just said, well, we've got to get his head right, and we don't really care about the Winter Carnival. Yeah. We're just not bringing him back to the track until he's got his head in the right space, which he obviously has now. So, as I said, they've been very patient. Do you know what plans are should he come through tomorrow uh, with flying colours? Um, no, not really. I think I think um, they're just taking it, you know, one race at a time. And um, I think you know, Tom Tom would have probably said he's been up for quite a time. And um, he said that, you know, the horse will let him know when he's had enough, and then they will um, act accordingly. I think. Alrighty. What about in race four? You ride Contrition for Paul Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah, she she's a she's a nice mare. She's um, you know I thought her last start win was very good. Um, she's had had a little bit of a break between between runs. It you know, might nearly be nearly a month between runs, um, but you know she's a mare that's that's been on the improve, and I think um, you know she she should be hard to beat in this race. Which these races look, these races are always funny run races. So you get a winner every you get a different winner every time. But um, you know she's in form and uh, she'll race well. She looked really good that day at Eagle Farm. The way that uh, you coasted up to them in the straight and then she sort of gathered them in and, and the way she moved clear again late, she won by two and a half lengths. Gives you the impression that she'd get over further than 2,400 metres, but we don't have too many races further than 2,400 metres, unfortunately. No, yeah, you're exactly right there because she sort of gapped them the last little bit too. So, yeah, it, you know, a mile and a half race, um, you know, even further is definitely not going to worry her. Yeah, it, it, so there's no concern. You don't see any really concern about her dropping back 200 metres tomorrow? No, not really, because she's, she's had, she's, um, I just haven't looked, it's nearly been, it's probably nearly 30th been of July was that run. run. So, yeah, yeah three so, weeks. Three weeks, so it's been three weeks. So, yeah, so, yeah, I'm not too concerned. And you've drawn a good gate, so uh, no need for you to be back in the field at all. So she'll No, be... she should be able to put herself fifth or sixth, somewhere like that, yes. In race number eight, you're riding uh, Renouf again for Paul Jenkins, uh, one that likes the wet ground, but don't think we're going to get any wet ground tomorrow. No, look, uh, she, she'll be she'll be fine. The track won't be the track won't be too the track won't be hard, um, so still should have a little bit of give in it. But um, she raced last week, and it was just a farcical run race. Um, yeah, I was sort of box seat, and then the the leader gave the lead up when they were cantering, and you know, sort of three back and. The horse in front of me is pulling hard, and um, yeah, that race, the way the race was run, just didn't suit her, and she ran very well. So I think the uh, quick backup will um, certainly won't worry her. And in the last, you ride Magic Conqueror for Kelly Schweder. Yeah, probably a little bit short of his best, being twelve hundred, but um, I'm sure he'll he'll still acquit himself really well. I've had a bit of luck for those owners too. Larry, before we let you go, can I just ask you about Southern Stock last week? Just a victim of circumstances uh, ending up in front. Would you have rather been uh, having a crack at them late? Yeah, I, I would have liked to. I didn't really want to come back to last. Um, yep. But obviously we drew the outside and, you know, it would have been nice just to slot into the, you know, fourth, fifth or even sixth. But, you know, obviously they race quite compact and I would have been three wide. So, and they weren't going that hard. So I thought I'll just let him roll around to be outside the leader. But, Funny enough, um, you know, that was a second up run. And um, if anyone was doing their form properly, they would have realised the second up run's always been as worse. Yep. Yep. Um, and I actually thought that, you know, his run, his run the other day, 
um, second up was probably nearly five lengths better than any other previous second up run. So I think he run really well and he'll improve. And um, I, I think he may go around next Friday. At the Gold Coast? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, there's a tip. Obviously, Southern Stock. Uh, we don't put the pen through him, Sammy, for sure. Uh, Larry, what about just back on to uh, Eagle Farm? How's how's the uh, – what's the word on the track? It's obviously had a few renovations since its issues. Is it, is it racing better? I, I actually think it is. I think it's racing – well, put it this way, it's racing much fairer. And I think if people you – know, like compared to, you know, six months ago where, let's say, when the rail was normal, you had horses coming out eight, nine, ten, ten wide to win yeah. the race and you couldn't be on the fence. And then when the rail went out five metres, they were still eight, ten wide, which doesn't really make sense. So, um, you know, six months ago it was racing um, with, with that terrible track bias. And, and you really went to the races not knowing how to ride Eagle Farm because it was just, you couldn't ride a race. Yeah. Um, but I think since the carnival um, and, and through the carnival, I, I think it's raced much fairer. Um, you know, horses have won on the fence, on speed, come from behind, um, they're not having to race wide. Um, so I think on a whole, it has played fairer. Um, but the problem I see is, um, which they're trying to, which they're trying to fix now, is just change the profile slightly. Um, so then we're not we're not going to have a you know a, a rock hard track come summer. Yeah. Larry, thanks for joining us this morning. All the best on Go Wanji and your other mounts tomorrow. As we go to the break, we will play Go, go Wanji's last win. Cheers. The turn, 4.50 left to Rana, and Delight leads into the straight from Plutocrat being shaken up. They're followed then by Northern Knight, Dusty Tycoon, Deference, Fleet Dove. Go Wanji now, Cassidy is starting to stoke him up, and he starts to run on strongly down the outside. Delight is the leader, Go Wanji's getting awfully close now. Delight in front, danger, Go Wanji. Go Wanji, seven kilos more, wet Past life in one fell swoop, rolls away and too good. Go Wanji first, second maybe delight. Brazen Jeb put in a dive at festival. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. Welcome back to the punters, mate. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland on this lovely Friday morning in Brisbane, and joining us as he does each and every week from CrossBet. We're going to get some uh, betting information with Scott Cross. Scott, good morning to you. Good morning to you too, mate. How do we find you? Of uh, I know we spoke to you last week and you had COVID, but you didn't have any symptoms. Did you get through the week okay? Mate, I got through the week fantastically. I'm back in the office. I don't know whether the um, whether the team are happy about me being back <laughs> in the office, but um, I think my wife's happy to get me out of the house. Oh, she would be. What, seven days under her feet? Yeah, she's had enough of me by then. <laughs> <laughs> she won't want you retiring anytime soon, that's for sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, we've got a big weekend of sport. Kicks off with a couple of big games tonight. One AFL, one NRL. Let's go first with the NRL. It's the Broncos and the Storm at Suncorp, 7.55. Yeah, big game here. It's going to be the pointy end of the season. Look, the Broncos are $2.60 at home. Uh, the Storm uh, are fifty. The line's five and a half. I just think when it comes to this crunch period of the time, I know it's you know, Brisbane at home and I'm going to be very anti-Queensland, I think, this week. is uh, I, I just think the Storm are going to do it and I'm happy to take Melbourne at $1.50. They've uh, found some form, haven't they, the Storm? 
Absolutely. I mean, injuries, you know, these top two teams, it was Melbourne and, and Penrith, and, you know, Penrith have had their issues with the halves, and Melbourne's had their issues with injuries, yet they still find a way to, to win shows the, the depth of the team. Now, the Lions and the Demons, 7.50 tonight at the Gabba is a sellout. Crucial game for both teams. So Lions need to secure a top four spot. Which way are you leaning? I hate to do it again, but I'm going with <laughs> Melbourne. Melbourne opened at two dollars. Um, they're in at a dollar ninety-six. I know the Lions' record at home is impeccable. Um, I just think Melbourne, you know, they're the team to beat this year for the for the flag again. And you know, it's a very important game. I'm most excited about it. I'll be watching the game tonight. Unfortunately, I couldn't get tickets. As you're right, it, it is sold so, out. But yeah. uh, once again, I'm, I'm going with Melbourne again. I'm, I'm feeling like a Brisbane sellout. <laughs> That's okay. When money comes into it, it doesn't make any difference. Now, the Wink Stakes <laughs> is the highlight, of course, at Ramwick tomorrow. The Group One, uh, the highlight of racing around Australia. We see the return of Animo. I was going to say, I'm sure it is of no surprise that it's one-way traffic at the yeah. moment. Uh, in terms of amount uh, held at the moment, we're probably what we have looked at almost sixty percent of the hold at the moment is for Animo. It's two dollars twenty-five at the moment. It is the market mover. There's a little bit around for Mwanga, small amount for Fangirl as well. But I'd hate to be going, you know, with three favourites in a row. But not that my form's the best. But I, no matter where I look to try and find some value, I just keep coming back down. And I'm, you know, this horse is probably going to be a superstar for the carnival. Scott, we head to the Valley and the Carline Stakes. Uh, look, I'm a fan of number ten, Maliva in this race. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I see Daniel Moore's booked on Maliva and the move, and the move's got to run. So, yeah, that'll that'll be interesting to see who, uh, which way he goes. But, yeah, I like Maliva in this race. Yeah, Maliva opened at 18, in at 13. In the complete opposite, uh, you know, of the wing stakes, there's, there's money ball spread everywhere. Um, Oxley Road, Generation, there's money for as well. Look, the, the favourite in the market mover is uh, extremely lucky, Jamie Carr on top there, and you know, she's in blistering form. I actually don't mind Bella Nipatina, but in terms of value, I, I like the top weight, Oxley Road and Generation. I mean, their form coming into this is quite, you know, quite good. And, and for me, I, I just think, given the spread here, I, I, I can't, you know, stand out extremely lucky. And I think for me, I'm going to throw a trifecta and I'm going to go one, two, four, and ten. Now, before we let you go, I know it's not Queensland, but it's not far away from Queensland. That's Mwillumbar, and it's a Mwillumbar Cup today. And we've got some Queensland influence with Jimmy Orman riding Giannis for Chris Waller. Any movers in the race there, Scott? Yeah, there is just one mover in the Mwillumbar Cup today, and it's the, uh, the Ritz. So the Ritz opened at six. Uh, currently at $3.60, uh, and it seems to be the overwhelming part of the hold as well. So, yeah, Ritz, $3. Um, yeah, that's the, that's at the moment uh, where your money's flowing to. And the only one on top of that I could talk about is uh, Giannis, yep. uh, the Chris Waller horse, open at eight fifty and at six fifty. That's the Jimmy Orman mount. Thanks for joining us, Scott, this morning. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy all you the sport. You have a great weekend too. Will do. Enjoy all the sport. We'll catch you next week. See you later. Thanks, Scott Cross, joining us there as he does each and every week. Now, thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. Follow, fold, forgive, sausage. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had for, uh, Southern Stock in the forgive follow. I'm glad I did because, uh, well, actually, I probably should have it in the follow follow after Larry Cassidy said it was a much better run than previous second up runs. He, so. gave, you, he gave you a clip too. He did. He I don't know. I did tip Southern Stock. <laughs> he didn't mention me by name, but... He, he might have. He might have had a look at the form guide and saw that I made Southern Stock a good thing last week. <laughs> and, uh, yes, put me in my place.
back to the drawing board. So we'll go for Give Southern Stock. Uh, one that ran also last week at uh, Eagle Farm was Tarps. Only second start. Again, ran well. Just a bit raw, this horse. Likes to run a bit wide in the straight. Did so again. Trained on the Gold Coast by Scott Morrissey. I'd like to see Tarps go back to something a little easier, and I think it would be a good thing uh, if it did. Festival Prince in the last race, Sammy. Now, this is bordering on sausage. He, uh, I thought he was a good chance, as did a few others. He really didn't give a yelp in the straight. He's just too hard to follow. He's just not putting in. I'm sacking him. He's a definite sack. And one I did see at the Gold Coast last Saturday, and that track deteriorated badly during the day, but a horse called Avenue of Honour was very unlucky in, uh, I think it was race three. Uh, wouldn't have beaten Lammer, but I'll tell you what, would have got closer, ran into all sorts of trouble at about the 200-metre mark, was poleaxed. And there was money for it. So follow Avenue of Honour. So we'll forgive Southern Stock slash follow now after Larry's comments. We'll follow Tarps. We'll put Festival Prince in the bin and we'll follow Avenue of Honour. Anything you'd like to add to that, Sam? Uh, I was I was a bit disappointed in Top Order. No, uh, yeah, he's I, a one-pacer, isn't he? He needs to get out and roll, doesn't he, to take off. I don't know. It was, he needs Warnable. He was, uh, yeah, he was – and. Uh, ice in Vancouver, it was, I know you had it as a lay yeah. last week. I thought it was, uh, plain enough. Um, it was, there were a couple that sort of was a little bit disappointing last week. So it was a couple in the sausage file. Yeah. Just, I don't know. So has Ice I, in Vancouver gone in the sausage that, file? Yeah. Or? I don't know if I'd follow it in again. It's hard, isn't it? With that Eagle Farm track. I yep. reckon it can bring horses undone, you know? Um, so you probably... Probably uh, maybe put him in the forgive file and, and Real, it was a bit of a jump for him. Really noticing, excuse me, the difference in Eagle Farm and Doom at the moment. Yeah. It's really yeah. playing out that way. Yeah. And it's just such more an arduous track, Eagle Farm, than Doom is, as we know. Yeah, that's it. All right. Now it's time for some tips for tomorrow. Oh, gee, I found it a tough day at Doombin. Have you anything in, around the country that you particularly like, Sam? Uh, I liked. Uh, obviously, I like Go Wanji. I think he'll he'll win again. That's. Uh, Will you launch that, into the dollar forty? Uh, don't know about that. <laughs> don't know about that. But uh, it's yeah. I I think um, I really uh, I tell you one one at Mooney Valley that I was yep. uh, declaring. Uh, Number six in race five, Farago. I was on this road at home in the uh, Darwin Casino a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, it was a great result. And but I did speak to my cousin this morning, and I think it's got a hoof abscess this oh. morning. So this is uh, disappointing. So I didn't didn't come prepared with uh, any other tips, but uh, that's okay. I'll yeah. find you a few. Good. Oh, no. let's go to Doombin. Uh, race, well, race three, number four, go Wanji, obviously. But race four, the horse I mentioned uh, to Jimmy Orman, Zar Seabass, who Sammy Collett rode last start, gave it an absolute peach of a ride on the fence behind the uh, leader. It won't get the same run this time around, but I just love the way this horse finds the line. There's a couple of other, well, there's another Waller runner in the race, Oti Ra, and the other one, Larry Cassidy's on Contrition. I have this inkling. Now, I'm not saying Larry Cassidy's wrong. I wouldn't say that because he caught me out. But um, I'd love to see her going up in trip, not down in trip. And Oti Ra just held off Port Morant last week, and that was at uh, the Eka or the Mecca race day on the Wednesday. I don't know about that form. So I keep coming back to Zar Seabass. Saturday winner two weeks ago, I think, can uh, win again race four, number seven. Uh, race eight, number eight, Sammy. Interesting one here from the Desley Forster stable in Caffrey, who I think was an ex-Victorian once upon a time. Caffrey 
resumed last preparation at the Sunshine Coast, ran second to Wolf Moon. There was a lot of support around for Caffrey and was very unlucky. It was held up at a vital stage in the straight. Couldn't get clear. Once uh, Caffrey got clear, ran on and was beaten very uh, narrowly. Now, has trialled twice. I've liked both trials. The latest one was at Deegan, a nice soft win there. Good gate. I can see Caffrey running well at somewhere between 5 and $6. So a bit of value there. Race 8, number 8, Caffrey. Interesting, with Night Mariner now scratched. That must have been a scratching this morning after 7 o'clock because that was the last time I looked. Uh, race 7, number 13, Merry Me looks very well placed now to win that race uh, for Jimmy Orman. So race 7, number 13, race 8, number 8, race 4, number 7, and race 3, number 4 giving Vaporising a good chance in the first race as well. Just needs to be close enough. It was a, a really good run first up uh, for Tony Gollan. And, of course, we've got the move going around uh, in the Carlisle Stakes we just discussed with uh, Scott Cross. Doesn't want it wet, though, and I know there's been a bit of rain down south. Yeah, and and uh, I think more to come, isn't it, down south? So yeah, it's that, not, that will be uh, interesting to see what happens there. It's not looking like a, uh, a very uh, – very, just say a fine weekend in Melbourne. I think there's more to come, as you say, and the track will deteriorate, and that's not in the move's favour. Anything uh, at Toowoomba you like, uh, Sammy? Or Toowoomba, like I like race seven, number three. This is the one. Uh, I am a, a fan there. Uh, but... you think? Do you think Animo can win first up? I don't. I'm oh, okay. I'm not an Animo fan, and I I, uh, I need I to be said, one out there somewhere. I said it uh, on trackside. The other day, and Cam Luke, uh, they came for me. The they family would. came for me. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm going to stick to my guns. So you're laying it? I just reckon, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just reckon, uh, you know what? He should have won that Cox bike. If he was fair to him, he'd have won it. He'd have won it. Oh, well, and that remains to be seen. So interesting. First up, Animo. Mm, I think he's too short for mine. Yeah, he is short. There's no doubt about that. 1,400 metres, though, this time around. First up is going to be a lot better than 1,200 last time. But I'm sure we'll discuss this next (laughs) Friday. On the punters, mate, please join us again. It's been a pleasure having your company. Have a great weekend. We hope you're back. Plenty of winners at Doombin and all around the countryside. Don't forget the Cairns New Market. Don't forget the triad finals tomorrow night at Albion Park.